soapbox derby stuff. I found out my pops could do like, you know, housework because he, you know, he went to you know a good carpenter school oh, yeah. in Chicago at Dunbar. So he was telling me how he fixed the deck himself. I was just like, I had no clue you knew all this. <laughs> I had no clue, and I see that you started the clock. Cam, you sneaky bastard. 20 seconds, I ain't bad. He was trying to look at me the whole time he had pressed the button. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like was, he was watching. In the convo. I was looking. Yeah, Cam man. grew a beard. Caught your ass. All right. Yeah. You've grown a mustache. <laughs> We're back, y'all. Daddy Issues, another episode. Keon is back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's going to be gone again, though. I'm sick of it. We're getting rid of him permanently <laughs> after this. You know what I'm saying? Enjoy your life. <laughs> that passive aggressive. <laughs> Enjoy your day. Had <laughs> you sip? Oh, man. Uh, but Keon's back. From you did another ship. Yeah, this was just a, this little five day or whatever. I don't want to hear it's just a little nothing because you got to miss daddy issues. So it's a big something. You know what I mean? God damn it! Sick of it. I was sick of that ship. Um, was the coronavirus on there? Probably. I don't know. People coughing and sneezing and nah. touching lettuce raw. <laughs> You know, eating with their hands, like, yeah, fluffing up the lens. Them shit, people are disgusting. <laughs> like, I was just watching the people, mm. and I was like, you guys are disgusting people. And I notice more, every ship I do, I get more and more loose. Just more, like, I'm just caring less and less. Mm. Even what I talk about, and I was just ripping people. Mm. I was like, because I had to do family shows, and I was just telling the kids, I was like, just pay attention to your health. Look around. And adults <laughs> was like, damn. I was like, y'all look terrible. Terrible, man. <laughs> they was laughing. They don't, you know. They'd be like, just "Yeah, chew they us look up." Terrible. You know what I mean? Get, get on us, man. But whatever. But uh, we're trying to figure out this daycare thing, man. What you that's, mean? That's the thing, cause I, you know, my schedule and everything. So like, Kendrick goes to half days, and Keelan goes to school. Mm-hmm. And then last week they had to uh, do full day because Cody was at work. I was mm-hmm. gone. So right now, basically what it came down to, we just broke down. was like, we got to get a nanny. Mm. And I avoided one for a long time just because in my mind, a nanny meant like somebody else is raising your kids. Right. And then I realized like, nah, I just need somebody there sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, just a little babysitter. That's permanent pretty yeah. much. You know that. So we got to do that because it's just like, it's just too hard. And then uh, we're finally moving back in the house on Friday. Yeah. We're finally done with that. Jeez Louise. Sabrina did the nanny thing for a matter of fact, Cotter referred her to, yeah. to the, she did it like one day. And uh, yeah, like a, a nanny sound like the move. We have we have to do it. Yeah. Like just even though the daycare is around the corner, it just the kids could be at the house mm-hmm. and just like last minute stuff. Cause trying to trying to, you know, I understand from other people's, you know, perspective, they're like, I can't be on call when you need me. So right. I need to be on full, regular. You know what I'm saying? It's actually cheaper than daycare too. Is it? So, okay. Yeah. So sure, I'd have been like, nanny uh, out the gate. Yeah, so we're just going to do that and then call it a day, have somebody to kill. My cousin's going to move back out here, so she might do it, actually. Okay. All um, that in the family. Yeah, you know, I got a big-ass family. So Yeah. That's yeah, dope. That's cool. But uh, other than that, though, we figuring that out. Boys is good. Boys is just, just hilarity every day. Mm. So right now, uh, they fight every day. But their new thing is they don't want the other one telling them what to do. Okay. So, like, they both be trying to boss each other around. It's like, don't talk to me. What do you don't talk to me? And then they scrap it. So, right now, Keelan is, because when they were going to daycare, and, you know, mm-hmm. I gave him the whole talk, you know, protect your brother, blah, blah, blah. Right. Even though he do that naturally. Uh-huh. And I see him, and somebody else yelling at him, he step in, he want right. to fight him. And then it's now Kendrick does it for Keelan, too. Mm-hmm. Keelan into somebody, here come Kendrick rolling Anybody up. Anybody going to be yelling at him. Yeah. It's going to be me. So, they do that, but. I'm trying to explain to Keelan the difference between an outsider doing it and me and his mom. Right. Because I was checking Kendrick on something. He was like, don't talk to him. I was like, hold on, bro. <laughs> I was like, hold on. This is out of your jurisdiction. I was like, nah, you don't, You when me and your mom are talking to one of y'all, y'all stay out of it. Right. You know, you just do that or whatever. So a couple hours later, Kendrick did something else and I was on him. And Keelan said something. And I was like, you got something to say? <laughs> he was like, <laughs> he put his hands up. He shrugged his shoulder. He tried. You know, how, like he didn't make eye contact. Like he can't watch the TV. He was like, I, I was like, okay, so he got it. Like, yeah. Don't step in. So that's going on, and uh, yeah, just them fighting and, and growing up. And then he tested out 
we had I had to go to his parent teachers conference because you know he was speech delayed, so he was in mm-hmm. a PALS program, which is like uh, even before preschool, just a program they put you in. Uh-huh. You get speech, you get all that, whatever, whatever, and just get acclimated in the school. So we had that, and they was basically like, "Yeah, he's out. He's done. Okay, yeah, he's caught up." I was hey. like, "What the speech lady say? He's fine. He, you know, I caught him another day writing his name. Like he's well. That part was never a problem. It was mm-hmm. just a speech." But now his speech is caught up in everything. So he starts TK next year, then kindergarten yeah. after that. Just a regular. He back on the regular, you know. Nice. And then they was like, not only is he done, he's like one of the best kids in class. Like he tested high. And I okay. Was like, all right. All right. So, and then Kendrick, we're not going to get any services for because Kendrick talks like a full grown adult. That's funny. So he's like, well, I'm thinking about the Democratic. Yeah. He be that, talking. Uh, you know. So might be oversaturated on the Democratic <laughs> side. Yeah. Hand me those uh, goldfish. Uh, but. You know what's funny? Like when I hear like you know uh, stories about people's kids, it's usually like everybody's doing well. Like I'd be wanting to hear from the parents where the kids is like, man, he's last in his class. You know what I'm <laughs> saying he's just, I don't know, you know, because uh, <laughs> we ask about the kids, be like, yeah, man, you know, what I'm saying he, he was killing the class. He was first in his class. Yeah, I want to hear the, you know, man, my kid. He was the worst in there. He was the only one that failed. You know, <laughs> I be wanting to hear them L's too. Cause My, I'm uh, a, I'm an L. I'm an L. I <laughs> failed seventh grade. Tough. Failed it whole. Completely failed it. You, you know, know we were nobody talking about talks that. about. It. <laughs> we were talking about that yesterday because we're doing summer school again for him. And Cotty was like, "Is he eligible for summer school?" And I said, "Summer school is just something that people." go to we're just all so accustomed to people only go to get mm-hmm. caught up if yeah. they messed up but i knew a few nerds that went to get extra credit mm-hmm. or just for fun which yeah. i don't i don't know what that is but uh yeah we i i laughed because we're so accustomed when we were growing up the only oh. kids who really went to summer school were the ones who had to go that was Nobody the bailout to go to summer school. that was the bailout and so she was like is he eligible i was like no it's just open mm-hmm. you can just go it's just we're we're not used to going for fun like who the hell wants to do that Cause school wasn't fun for me. Hell no, it was not. I mean, it was fun. The social aspect yeah, was a yeah, good time, yeah. but that workload. Uh, it was. It was jacked up about me in education is that, you know, I had to be on the grill a lot of the times. Like summer school was pressure cooker, and I thrive in that. But the fact that I could have just got my work done during the the regular school year would have prevented all of that. But I was just yeah. like, you know, I was, I'm not doing as bad as I thought. That's a, I need to get out of my own mind with that because I do that when it comes to time. I'm not, I got plenty of time. My uh my weight journey, I'll be like, yeah, you know, it's just a few calories. And then next thing you know, you're like, man, eight pounds this week? <laughs> so I got to stop thinking Everything is, is like, good. Eh. Yeah, yeah, I got to be like, you know what, it ain't. Whatever it is, it, it ain't what it seems. And so, like, I had to go to summer school twice. When I failed seventh grade, went to summer school, killed it. Met this dude at an axe-throwing place in L.A. in Koreatown. Turns out we went to the same school in Chicago. Cause he, huh. That school I went to summer school at, he went there. And I was uh. like, yo, is Mr. Bishop still alive? Like, he died. <laughs> and then you get the, the full scoop, and I was like, "Small world, dog." Yeah, because we and he knew the lady that got me to go to that summer school because she was a teacher there. I was like, "Man, small world, super dog. small." Yeah, and we I just was in to uh, I was in Arizona when I was in Phoenix. Uh-huh. Uh huh. This girl rolled up. She was like, "Keon," and I was like, "Yes." <laughs> and she was like, "It's Iris." I was like, "From elementary school?" Man, she pulled up, I, and, and we actually went to the same junior college too. Wow. But, uh, yeah, she pulled up. I was like, damn, I ain't seen you in forever. Mm-hmm. A lot of people pulled up in Phoenix. My coach came from college, elementary kids. Phoenix uh, is, you know, witness protection town. You're right. That's where everybody ends up <laughs> in Arizona. <laughs> just be down there. Oh, you out here in Arizona? Yeah, you know, my name is Steve now. Uh, <laughs> don't tell nobody. I'm out here hiding. I like Arizona, man. You know? I didn't hate it. Yeah, I like I Arizona. The only it. thing is it's just too hot, but other yeah. than that. I like it there. Weather is, weather is why I live here. Weather is, I I don't like, I don't like weather bullying me. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, like here you get an option. If I want to wear jeans, I can. If I right. want to wear a sweat, I want to wear a hoodie. I want to wear, I could, I could choose my wardrobe out mm-hmm. here. I don't like when the weather be like, no, this is what you wear or die. Yeah. I don't, I don't 
like that. Yeah, man. I'm like, stop punking me, man. <laughs> the cold. <laughs> yeah, the cold and the heat be like, what you going to do? We grew up on that, man. <laughs> it was just like full snowsuit going to school. Yeah. Full suit. Like, like in a, like we want a Christmas a, story, man, dog. The full suit with the Vaseline face, mm-hmm. it was ridiculous, man. Ridiculous, but that's what it was. It was like, all right, winter time. When did Vaseline face stop? I remember being a greasy kid. Oh man, super greasy. But she put it on us for protection from the wind. It was yeah. like uh, it really helped against that, like you know, and so. Normally, we just got the regular lotion up. She's like, we put the Vaseline on for the extra coat. I don't know why mothers are so rough with the Vaseline. They be slapping. They be beating your face around. Like, I don't know. Why are you doing this? Stop. I I got it. You're hurting me. (laughs) They're rough. Because they know know we'll do a half-ass job on the put-on. So, no, you got to get in here. Because I just, uh, because I didn't like Vaseline. But now, you know, I get it now. My mom used to brush rough too. Oh we brush man! Brush her hair. Oh, it was so rough. The mothers with the hair. Br- I used to watch my friend like Leon. Neck be popping. When Leon's mom would brush his hair, because at least my mom was like, "All right, I'll go easy on you." Yeah. I'd be like, "It hurts." But Leon's mom, fully in, just rough. I was, I was looking at him crying. <laughs> I don't know. He's just his brushing. Scalp. Like, why is this so hard? Rough. Crazy part is though, my mom braids gentle as hell. <laughs> When I had braids, I used to go to sleep. Uh, While she was doing, I just pass out. It was yeah. so soothing. But that brush, I used to be like, "You're stop beating. This is abuse. You're hurting us." It was ridiculous. <laughs> then my dad used to do that thumb lick. Oh man, uh, with his bad breath. My dad did that licking. one uh-huh. time. I never forgot it because because I lied to him. I actually I deserved it because he was like, "Did you uh did you take a bath?" I was like, "Yeah." And he was like, "Come over here." And then he did the thumb lick. For the dirt rub up reveal, and it was just like you know, once you do the rub, all that dirt came up. Like, get in the tub. I was like, he licked me, <laughs> but I was sitting there filthy. You know what I'm saying? He called me lying. He called he my did. ass. Treated you like a cat, man. Though <laughs> he had to do, he had to do the test run. Yeah, mine was because I didn't want. Did you wash your face? I was like, yeah, but I had the crust. Mm-hmm. He came with the. Li- oh, uh, and I I smelled it. I was yeah. like, oh, this is. This is, I'm done. That's disgusting. I was like, I got, I got coronavirus. Yeah. Back, back in the nineties, I had then. it already. <laughs> disgusting. That's where it originated. Yeah. Parents doing this, licking the faces. Maya, what's going on? Well, we've got a story out of Florida. What's new? Florida man. <laughs> a father has suffered a brain hemorrhage when he was thrown from his truck. The truck was parked in the driveway, and his two daughters were in the back seat. And a man tried to carjack the truck, and he threw himself on the truck and was thrown, hit his head, and had to be hospitalized. Um, Eventually, the carjacker ran off the road, but not before causing a real bad scene. Mm. Now, I want to ask you, what would you do in that situation Probably the same thing. Yeah. That's a instinct move. What kind of car was it? It was a pickup truck. I'm hopping in the back. I'm just going to go along for the ride with you. Mm. I would have hopped on. I would have hopped on somehow. You know what I'm saying? I imagine since he didn't hop in the back that the the carjack was probably going in reverse Mm -hmm. fast already. So probably all he had was the front. Yeah. But uh, definitely. That was a complete parent move where you just act on pure instinct. Yep. And, like, you you don't think it out. Your kid's how, in the back. How did he get in the car? It was parked in his driveway. Uh-huh. So he was either about to take the kids out. The girls, they were 3 and 12. Mm. Or he was about to get in, one or the other. So it's parked in the driveway. They come, guy comes up, and he's like, what are you doing near my car? The carjacker jumps in. Oh, wow. Oh, so there was a conversation had and all He was that? like, what are you doing over there? Mm-hmm. And then he jumped in and Over there, up. like, was he far away? Was he? I don't think he was too far because it was in his driveway. So he was able to get there and jump on. He was probably, like, at the front door, like, maybe Yeah, I was about to say, he must have been far away then. T- too far to physically yeah. stop him. Yeah. I was like, wait, wait a minute. Yeah, man. That's a total parent move, though. Put your life on the line. I got to yeah. get these kids. That's a, that's an action scene. The problem is he was the only one really injured. I mean, 
mean, yeah. At least, at least the kids, kids are okay. Yeah. But uh, man, he took one for the team for sure. Yeah, that's, that's a tough call. I don't know what brain hemorrhages do, yeah. but it sounds terrible. It's really bad. Oh yeah. man, can you recover from it though? You can, depending on how severe they are. But yeah. they can be, they can be very bad. Right. Hopefully Permanently you know. disabling. Right. They can kill you. Yeah, they can kill you. Man. That's scary, man, because, you know, you see action movies all the time. They get thrown off the vehicle and shit. They just off. roll, yeah. <laughs> Bad boys with Martin, and he hit the brakes, and he flew off the thing, and then Will Smith scooped him up, and they just got right up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, man, Pops. Human body is actually pretty soft. It's, it's fragile, man. Fragile. The way the, When they show, like, a diagram of, of a regular football play, and how the brain goes back and forth inside the skull just on a hit like that, I'll mm-hmm. be like, I'm glad I only played one year. And those guys are huge. Those aren't mm-hmm. like little Coming guys. Coming full steam, strong, trained, bow. Like, and that's oh, the man. full speed. They said even the linemen, every play would be man. like throwing yourself into the garage. Every snap, like a garage every door. Every snap. Snap. Hitting another 300-pound man. Man. Strong 300-pound. Not just 300 Walking around off Burger King, 300 right. strong. And the brain's just like, coop, coop, coop. Even boxing, man. I'll just look at those hits they take. When the slow-mo and the face. Man. <laughs> On a regular <laughs> basis, sweat just be flying out of there. They just be ejecting. Man. You got to be careful with your brain because oh. they say serial killers. Mm-hmm. One of the indicators is a terrible con- concussion as a child. Really? Yeah. So a lot of them have gotten hit in the head because it's delicate up there. There's a lot of them moving parts and neurons. Hmm. You mess up one of them and you're messed up when you so, get old. So who had concussions on the famous tip? Oh, I have to ask Tony Valentino yeah. that. Because <laughs> he's what, like, yo, he's about serial killers. Revert, referred right. to oh, yeah. He's, he's, like, when did Jeffrey Dahmer hit his head? <laughs> Honestly, I am not quite sure. But he goes to bed every night listening to podcasts about serial killers. Mm, that's so, a rough go to sleep. He's just like, oh, like, Tony I'm does? scared that was seeping to yeah. my dreams. You know what I mean? No, he goes to bed on some hard stuff and he yeah. wakes up in the morning and goes hard. But yeah, he's like, here are the indicators. Serial killers are fascinating, though, because, like, you know, because I, I, I'll do that too. Like, I'll binge on, like, you know, the particular one. Like, uh, John you Wayne Gacy. Know, like, was, why you did that? Why you did this? Why how you doing that? how did they catch him? Like, John Wayne Gacy was my last, like, binge mm-hmm. on him. And, and, you know, because I watched the thing on HLN. And then when I was in Chicago, I went to his house. Well, not they tore that original house yeah. down and built something else in, in front of it, and I was like, "This is the house," and like it was for sale. And it was funny because it was three sixes in the phone number. I was like, "Man, is this shit real?" <laughs> and, and then, uh, but they wanted a pretty penny for that goddamn house. They wanted like I think it was going for like seven hundred thousand for a and haunted house. For 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 it's a nice looking house. What they rebuild, but still should be know, cheaper. That, man, you should be forty thousand. <laughs> Forty grand. John Wayne Gacy. He's one of the ones that suffered the concussion. No, he oh, did. Wow. The Night Stalker. His dad was abusive. Mm-hmm. Son of Sam. I'm reading all these. Texas Tower Sniper. That guy was crazy. You remember that? This was recently, right? No, that was in '67. Oh, no, I don't remember. He went that. to the top of the University of Texas Tower and just started shooting I heard people. About oh, that, I've only yeah. heard about that one because they said. When when old boy shot up, uh, was it Virginia? I think they brought up Texas. Oh, mm. you talking about the him. DC sniper? No, no, no. Virginia remember, Tech? remember the the kid with Virginia, Virginia Tech. Tech. Okay, Virginia Tech, and they brought up the Texas. Man, that's scary, man. When they just go buck wild in public, and you just nobody's ready for that. You see the UPS driver they just caught? No, nah. he was about to go, and uh-huh. they found weaponry like he was the Terminator. And he was about to go do him at NA. I don't know how. I didn't read the article. I don't know how mm. they caught him. I don't know. I just saw the picture of Thank the God. weapons. I was like, it was a table full. He was about to deliver packages and these bullets. Yeah, he was going to go off. Dang, man. That's scary. The UPS like, hey, guy? They're the coming UPS? to your oh, house. Yeah, he could go anywhere. I got packages And they're so coming. fast. And they're so sneaky. Yeah, he has our address. Yeah, he could just show a package. 
And then, but if you know something of the UPS drivers actually there to deliver your package. Yeah. Usually they ring the doorbell and you just hear a gust of wind. They knock it. How soft. are they so fast? They scratch the door and then they run. You be like, bing, 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 and you go to the door and they, I mean, you don't even see them getting in the truck. They are gone. <laughs> I'll be like, you can leave it on the on the porch. You keep ringing the doorbell. Man, what? <laughs> yeah, they ring too many times like you're a killer. That's scary, man. Oh, wow. I'm reading about that now. The UPS Sunnyvale. Guy? California. Sunnyvale, yeah. that's where Rooster Tea Feathers is. It's a comedy club. Comedy club. Oh, wow. Might have shot up. Oh, look at this guy. It looks crazy. Does he look crazy? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He definitely looks like he's going to shoot some shit. We're going to add this picture, <laughs> Cam. I'll Jeez. send you this picture. He look mad right there. He, look, he does you, look mad. Shoot? He looks angry about some shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, though, that's scary. She's Louise. I'm glad they called him, though. Oh, jeez. I wonder if he had a concussion. Now you get me thinking, who got hit in the head? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I start looking at people and they hit their heads. I'm like, you're going to grow mm-hmm. up and you're yeah. going to be a serial Zero killer, killer, aren't I mean. you? Mm-hmm. It starts with animals and then you upgrade. Mm-hmm. Creepy. What else is going on, man? Well, back to some nice things. Yeah. Back to education. Uh, Summer boredom. school, in fact. Yeah. All right. <laughs> boredom. <laughs> Huh? All right. A study out of Ohio State University shows that poor urban schools teach just as much to students as wealthy suburban schools. Mm-hmm. Although urban kids tend to test lower, the drop off comes over the summer. Hmm. The wealthier kids are probably going to summer school. Yeah, They're they got programs reading. to do mm-hmm. during the summer. They they went away at camp. They doing this little exchange thing. I spent my summer in Paris. Yeah. These, these, you know, inner city kids, man. I spent my summer surviving. Man, Mm because the parents got to work all summer, so it's like we can't afford to, you know, give give a program for you. And then, you know. Getting real good at sports. You out here in the streets. And then then you got that. Because I I don't doubt, like, you know, growing up in a Chicago public school, like, I never sat there and was like, man, this education is subpar. Like, they were really teaching us, you know, they had lesson plans, experiments in science class. It was like, we were were learning. Like, it didn't feel like, in the moment, it didn't feel like, oh, man, we, we out here with the bare minimum. Of education, you know, it was it was my worth it. Work ethic was trash, but uh, the teachers were doing their goddamn job, as far as I'm concerned. Um, so I'm not really surprised. And then I was looking at the students that were really like excelling. I was like, man, I wish I had those grades. I remember looking at kids in, in class, like I wish I had this dude Abayomi Banks. He was always getting good grades. He like, sounds smart, man. Abayomi. Well, he what was he? He's black kid. But I mean, was he African? Uh, uh, no, he was just black kid. I didn't have. I don't remember no African kids in my school. Everybody was black, so I wouldn't be able to know yeah. really. Yeah, my, my student body. Like. My student body was probably a hundred percent black. Hundred percent, you know. A couple white teachers here and there in the building, but like it was black, black on black, and. Uh, I would look like Erica Banks. Her grades was good. She was fine too. Was oh, just booty like, and brains, Erica huh? Banks. Mm-hmm. She she was like the man. She was cold. Everybody was like Erica Banks. Is she still cold? I don't know. Uh, I got no clue. Cause you know how sometimes the, that girl falls off. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like our, my, the ones I grew up with, the girls who was fine and all, they still fine. They still fine. I'd be on Facebook like five kids and man. you still. Man. They still got all the ones that was like that one. Yeah, they still nice. I looked up the kids from that school, like you know, on Facebook before they took my Facebook page, and everybody was looking mad old, like they was older than me. They was looking like late fifties. I was like, God damn, what y'all doing? Drink this water. Yeah. Now, they, I mean, there are some. I'm man. like, what happened to you? But I mean, as far as the bad ones, though, they stayed. Yeah, they were still. <laughs> they stayed fun. But like, yeah, there's there's some I graduated. I'm like, why do y'all look like this? Yeah, we graduated at the same time. <laughs> like, what happened? What are you doing? This girl I had a crush on in high school came to a show. The shows I did in Arlington, Texas. And she was like, you remember me? I was like, yes, Dolly <laughs> Devro. <laughs> had a crush on you for mad long. She's like, oh, okay. She's like, yep. Mm-hmm. That's funny, man. Katrina Wilson. That was another girl I had a crush on for mad long. Super chocolate girl. 
I had a crush on her for like three years. <laughs> three years. Man. I don't know how many. I had a lot of just acknowledging that you fine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like as far as liking them, yeah, that happened every once in a blue moon. Mm-hmm. But I could acknowledge like it was so many girls. I was just like they just so pretty. Yeah. But like liking, I had like a few. Mm-hmm. But I just everybody was just like she fine, she fine, she fine. Like that was just right. I was talking to Keenan about it the other day because we were talking about um. I don't know, growing up dating. And I realized it really didn't matter what the girl brought to the table. What There was just, I just didn't want a girlfriend. Mm, like, yeah. I, I I think about, I think back now, and that's just, just, just what it was. It yeah. wasn't anything wrong with the, there was, I knew a lot of quality girls. Yeah. And I was just like, I just don't want a girlfriend. Like, mm. I don't, I want to chill. I want to do what I want to do. Right. And then when I was ready for a girlfriend, now I'm married. Right. But before that, it wasn't. I used to be like, "Nah, women just ain't worth nothing. Now they just lack of options." And I was like, "No, I just don't want this." Yeah. It's just what it was. But at the time, you said that, or I realize that now. Oh, okay, gotcha. At but the at time, the time, you was I was like, just like, because I would like always. It was some always something wrong with somebody. Yeah. And I realized I was looking for something to be wrong with them because I don't want mm-hmm. no girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be tied down. So yeah. I was just like, ah, I don't like the way she eat her cereal. Right. And it'd be like, oh, that's a deal breaker. Yeah, man, you can't yeah. be slurping the milk. You <laughs> yeah. know, it was just stupid stuff because mm-hmm. I didn't want, I didn't, I didn't want a girlfriend. Yeah. So I would just come up with reasons why I couldn't be with somebody. Yeah. What's wrong? With that me? makes sense. I'd be like, oh, you know, you got a black shirt on. That makes sense, man. I just didn't want it. I've been, I've been guilty of that for sure. It'd just be like, it just be the smallest thing. Yeah. Like, she got a weird tooth in the back that you can't yeah. see, but I know it's there. <laughs> I know that tooth is there. And it would, bo- it would bother you. Like mm-hmm. if you, if you really looking for something, it'll bother you. Yeah, because you can find anything on anybody. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing you didn't waste their time. Well, oh, yeah. yeah, and I knew, I knew that, and I was like, I don't, I just, just, mm-hmm. just move on. That's just when the anger comes in. You don't want in. no part of this shit. Yeah. <laughs> just go on. You don't want none of this here. Yeah, because I, because I didn't want them problems. I didn't want the. The keyed cars and stock, you know, you mess with people, you mess with people's feelings. They, right, they flip. Yeah. So I was just like, you know, it just go on. I remember a girl, I won't say her name, but I remember she wanted in high school, she wanted me to take her virginity. And I was like, I ain't, I ain't the dude for this shit. Yeah. Like, just, and I don't know why I had that kind of conscience at 17, 16, yeah. but I was just like, I, you know, just somebody else. That's not me. Pressure. That's a good thing you did that. I don't know why. I don't know forever. why. I had, but I was just like, nah, not me. She's like, nah, I wanted to be you. I was like, I just, I don't care about you. Like, mm. I just. You said that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, don't. You, you only gonna get it real. once. You, you can't get it back. And just, I just don't care don't. about you like yeah. that. Yeah. And I was, I was like, and she was like, okay. Fine. She's a lesbian now. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not even, not even kidding. <laughs> She's a That's lesbian. That's what did so, so now I'm like, I should have did it. I, I yeah. should have did it. Yeah, I mean, it didn't matter. But, but I don't, and I don't know. I have no idea why I cared right. about that. You know, because I mean, you don't care. You mm-hmm. know, I have no idea why I cared. To this day, I don't know why. I have no idea why. <laughs> You're I a good was, dude, though. That's a good move. I was doing that. It's very honorable of you. Yeah, but that's why at 16. Yeah, I, I, mean, I get it now. 16, 17. Sometimes, you know, the honorable trait kicks in early. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Some 10 year olds with some. Honorability. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keep that good karma. You don't mm-hmm. want bad That's karma coming back. Yeah, yeah. Man. yeah, The virginity offer. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've never been with a virgin. Me either. But I never wanted to. Me either. Never wanted to. I did not want Don't that. sound like a good time at all. At all. Especially yeah. at that age when you don't know what you're doing either. Yeah. And that don't a lot sound of pressure. Fun. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I remember who took mine. Me too. And I want revenge. Uh oh! I need revenge. <laughs> I was trash the first time. Of course, <laughs> I was garbage. I got a few revenge on my list just because, like, uh, just the performance was just. What sucks is that she didn't know I was a virgin because I carried myself as I wasn't a virgin. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like you know, I don't, I don't get the extra benefit of the doubt because that was my first time. Now I wish I was honest. Now, like you know. You took my virginity, so you know, all right. It was bad because of this. Yeah. Oh yeah, mine has no idea. She Man, everybody thought I was smashing like seventh grade, and I used uh. to tell people 
Like, no, I never. And they would be like, see, he be keeping secrets. He he keep his <laughs> shit on the low. That's, yeah. and I, like, it was so many girls that dudes thought I, like, and I'm like, mm-hmm. no, I didn't. They'd be like, you just don't want to tell nobody. <laughs> then I came to find out, in, in two cases, the girls had lied. Mm-hmm. Like, usually, you know, dudes is lying yeah. on girls. Girl the girls lie? lied on me. So they was like, she said y'all did. I was like, no, no, we didn't. And that, that that changed a lot for me too when I was when I was like the girls be lying yeah and it, it changed my perspective on like the innocence of women yeah. and girls I was like oh, they they just as bad as they us lying. we're not just as bad we're about sixty percent as bad did you ever <laughs> lie on my no. lie dude. on nobody no Man, like, what, what lie are, on a dude why what would are I your do that? blemishes Maya because you you just got too much going on on the positive give us the villainy. I'm you. wearing sweatpants right now. So I'm wearing. I'm just came from the gym. You I probably got them ugly Asics on. No, I have my house shoes on. Okay, oh, right. full, full, full lazy. Yeah. All right. But what are what are the what are the blemishes? What do you mean? Like, what's what a, a horrible thing you did? Yeah. Oh, I've done some messed up things. Like Still. what? I'm not gonna tell. He's like, oh, one time man. I was in the basketball game and I went down to the expensive seats. Yeah. And I didn't even have a ticket. Mm-hmm. Then like there was that. the jaywalking incident of '96. Yeah, the light was red. I crossed anyway. I took three ketchup packets. <laughs> I got a I water cup and I window. put soda. I don't do that <laughs> because I don't drink soda. <laughs> I just drink, lemonade juice. No, no, no. I don't drink sugared beverages. All right. It's just wa- water or sparkling water. But mm. I've done things. Everybody's done things that they I want to know the yeah, things. Yeah, we want to know the things. At least no. who would you steal from? No. What store did you steal? steal. From? No, yeah. I don't steal. Oh, well, this see, this, you too. Nah, man. You goody two shoes. You well, a cop. I'm not. You not are a cop. I'm not a cop. You a cop, Jay? Mm-hmm. No. I just. I don't want to treat anyone else like I don't want to be treated. Of course. So, so you've always been that way? Yeah, but sometimes I have done stuff like that what? I wish. Like what? I'm Who did you trip on the bus? Give us the example. That's mean. That's mean to injury. But there are some, when I was dating, that maybe I've done some bad things to my exes. I'm not saying. Maybe, huh? Maybe. You, don't even, you don't even know for sure. Mm. I know exactly what I did. Probably shouldn't have done a few things, but that the fact that I did them and I felt bad about them mm. means that I'm not gonna ever do it again. You learn, you learn from the from the yeah. transgressions. Yeah. Steal the teacher's book lesson plan. Never. Nah, that's how I passed Spanish. Never. Someone in my Latin class did that one time. It's always mm-hmm. Latin class. Yeah. We did it in Spanish. Yeah. We somebody came after school. Wait, you had a Latin class? Like Latin? Like Latin. Ugh. Oh, we had Spanish. Like the the rare language that somebody always speaks in an adventure movie? I can, or speak, I can read possessed. Latin. That yeah. Latin? Yeah, that Latin. Wow. Hmm. They still offer that? At my high school, they offered. We just had Spanish and French. Is oh, Latin yeah. still used? No, but if you know Latin, well, you point? can read Spanish and French. Oh, okay. All right. I remember that. Stole the lesson plan. My stole boy actually stole plan. it. He st- Well, he stole the whole book with the answer key and everything. And then uh, we all had it. So that's how we passed Spanish. You didn't get expelled? No. he, he, he had caught? He had the, he, he, we didn't get caught. How are you going to get caught? He had the book. <laughs> Did you ever cheat in, in, on some schoolwork? On schoolwork? The one time. Yes. Okay, one okay. time? No, 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 no. Because oh. I shouldn't have done it. This was this when we were in Pakistan. And I was dating a person at the time, probably shouldn't have been dating. And I was like, I'm just going to write this essay. It's so easy. And he's like, no, I can get it because everybody there cheated. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, fine, I will let you be useful. Um, he gets the stupidest <laughs> essay. Um, but somehow they gave me an A, so I'm like, nothing matters. And I'm like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. I could have write a better essay than this. So technically I've cheated, but it didn't matter. And I never did it again because I was like, this is a worse essay than I could have written. Man, we used to pass. That book that we stole, we all had younger siblings. It got passed down to like until they changed the edition. So people had the answers for years. But you didn't learn any Spanish. Sure didn't. But I I regret regret it. not learning Spanish. I regret it. And I'm starting to relearn it now. But it's easier uh, when you're a kid to learn. Yeah. When you're 15, you don't care. I have practice. We I'm just young. trying to pass these classes to play. 
I feel like this. Maya was always 32, even when she was seven. <laughs> yeah, I pretty much was. I was the Lisa Simpson of my family. I need course. the blemishes, Lisa Simpson. I got blemishes. I Maya. got them. They're there. Maya was a cheater. That's what it was. Oh, have you ever cheated in the relationship? There it is. I oh, knew it. Okay, there we go. I All right, was, now. First yes. off, first off, let's yes. not get into this. <laughs> but I have never, nor would I ever cheat on Tony Valentino. No, we're not, we're not talking. I'm that. talking about in the past. You're not saying your husband. I don't know. Oh, oh yeah, she did. It there only, it is. Okay, first off, I didn't say I did it. But I'm saying people in general, women in general, only cheat when the relationship's over and they don't know how to end it properly. So, so you, you did and didn't to break up with I didn't say I did or didn't. You did. I'm just saying... That when it must have been one of those. You already checked so after out. After he gave you the the test and you you said he ain't useful, you was like, I'm cheating on you. I got this bogus <laughs> test. In that moment, I'm she in was Pakistan. like, he I'm done. Do the essay thing. I'm, I'm gonna cheat on him. I'm cheating. Because women know when they about to cheat on the yeah, dude. It'd be that one moment they just be like, you I'm gonna cheat on your yeah. ass. I'm not saying I did it, but I know from examples from female friends. I'm talking about you. I don't want to hear no other (laughs) examples of who and what. She cheated after that test. She cheated and then cheated. (laughs) You did a double cheat. Maya is a cop until I get these blemishes. I would not. I wouldn't cheat in Pakistan because that's too. They're too strict over there. Put your life on the line. You were seen having (laughs) coffee with a male locker. Chop off a right hand. Me and my sister had stones thrown at us because we were wearing a t-shirt out in public, and it was hot. It was like 110 degrees. We didn't get hit. We we're like, who's throwing That's stones? biblical, man, to get the yeah. stone thrown at you. Yeah. That's Jesus in them. Like, hit him with the stones. Like, it's 110 degrees out right yeah, now. And hot. we're wearing long pants and T-shirts. You know what, though? If I was in that environment, I would be covered up. Because I would just want the sun off me. I don't yeah. like the sun like directly. The sun. So I would definitely be hooded up and like mm. I know it's gonna be hot in there, but as long as the sun ain't like yeah. right here. It hurts. It hurts, it dog. Hurt. Like even when I'm driving, I'll put my arms, Man. I'll move my arms yeah. around to hide it in the shade. Cause it like when it's just beaming on you, I'm Man. like, this is not comfortable. When I first got out here to California, I was driving so much, this arm was black. Cause yes. it it would just be right there in the car, yeah. just taking it. And it was Super black. I, I I put hoodies over my arms. Yeah, I've, I've started done, doing like, that. I, I'll, I'll move it to where, and I'm driving weird, but I don't care. Like yeah. it's it's just too hot. It's beaming, man. And it just it just hits. You. I don't like that. Like Cotty be on me all the time. She was like, "You don't like going outside when it's hot out." I was like, "I don't like being directly in the sun." Yeah, we can go to a park, but I'm gonna be under the tree. Right. It's still hot outside, yeah. but I don't want that sun just that sun beating beam on me. Real, I, just, I don't man. like it. You can get sun poisoning. Oh. That's yeah. a whole next level. I don't, know, I don't need that. I'm already yeah. getting dizzy spells, and I don't know why. <laughs> but, man, even when we went camping, I had the the next day, you know, it got warmer. I had the hood on. I had the little, mm-hmm. I was like this. I look like a Muslim woman outside. And I was like, I like this. Did mm-hmm. you get burned right here? Nah. Because I kept, I kept my head down a lot and stuff yeah. like that. Because I realized, too, and Sabrina was looking at, at like my scalp, and she was like, do you put sunblock on your head? And I never think about that because I'm bald and I'm outside every day. So I'm like, I, I never think about that. Unless I'm like going to the beach or something, then I do it. But mm. I should be doing it on the regular. Every my, day? My dad, because uh, <laughs> my dad uh, was a postal worker for mm. most of my life. So in the summers, he had, if he didn't wear his full you know the the big hat. Yeah, he just had a hat on. He would come home and have the little tan line, yep. the, little, the hat. You know the the, the, <laughs> the fitted, hat. the fitted. He would just have a tan line right here and then one right here. We'd be like, "You look ridiculous." Mm-hmm. So then he bought he bought the big one after that to cover yeah. his whole head. Because when he just had that, we just like these tan lines. Tan are lines, ridiculous. man. Ridiculous. You outside all day. And he light skin. Oh like, man! Come on, man! You look absolutely. And he wore that's when ankle socks had came out, <laughs> but not the ones that go all the way down. Yeah. So they were still. So he would like right at the ankle, just be light. We'd be like, what? What's he was he was cooked. He was he rotisserie, was man. Every day, rotisserie every day he was Jenkins. cooked. Stayed in shape though. Hey man, he was walking that's miles. A, good, a day. That's a good workout. He was walking miles a day. I was reading uh, the other day if you can get ten thousand steps a day. You can lose like if you do it on top of like workouts, and you can lose yeah. like a pound a week. Yep, that makes sense. Yeah, 
ten thousand a day. I, I know that to be true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. What else going on, ma? Well, we have another education study. Sick of education. <laughs> I need those blemishes. I told you that there may be blemishes that may ah, exist or not. Just, just uh, read. What, what's the issue? A new study out of Harvard shows mm-hmm. that white affluent parents say they want school integration but choose to send their kids to schools with other white oh, affluent children. you dirty bastards. Really? Hmm. The parents say they prefer schools with higher academic performance and rank this as of higher importance than racial integration. Hmm. The study also found that parents rated racial integration as more important than economic integration. Hmm. So they prefer their kids go to school with rich black kids than poor black kids. Hmm. So they're more classist than racist. Oh, mm-hmm. well, that's American. That makes it. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That's very American, right there. I'm so, not even against integration, though, especially as black. We were doing better when we had our own teachers in our own schools in our own like. Once integration happened, all our stuff went down. For mm-hmm. black people, everything went down. We were doing better when we had our own stuff going on and, and teachers who ca- who gave a damn, and all. we were doing better. That's true. Like, I'm not 100% against in the education tip. Uh, right. We were it's doing way better. Some. Look at Black yeah. Wall Street, man. Yeah, when we were doing our own thing, we do our stuff, we do very well. So I'm not, yeah. I'm not saying it's right. You know, I'm saying you should have that. You should be, have the option mm-hmm. to do, uh, you know, other stuff. But when we do our own thing, we we do very well. It's true for some and not for others. Yeah, mm. I felt like <laughs> I felt like I went to all black school. Mm. I feel, growing up, it, it yeah. felt like segregation was still going on. Like, cause, like I just said, everybody was black. But it was it was just school to me. I wasn't even thinking like that. Yeah. I was just like, oh, school. You know, it's because I noticed. Mm-hmm. I noticed when we moved, I noticed. Because mm-hmm. we were in Pittsburgh first, and it was a lot more. It was black Mexican. Pittsburgh, California. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Clear yeah. that up for the listeners. So it was, uh, it was a lot of black Mexican, a lot of um, like Pacific Islanders, Hawaiian, Tongans, mm-hmm. um, you know what I mean, Samoans. And then when we moved to Antioch, it was way whiter. Mm-hmm. It ain't now. Antioch is kind of hood now. It's kind of dangerous. But uh, then it was like, it was nice. It was a lot, and I noticed when I showed up to my class, it was me and two other black kids, mm. and I noticed it. I was like, "Oh, this school is different." This <laughs> yeah. is because more growing at my other school, I had a lot of black friends and mm-hmm. a lot, and at this school, I was like, "Oh," but I immediately gravitated to the other black kids and Mexican kids because mm-hmm. I was like, "Hey, they look like me, and they playing sports. This is this is where I'm at." And then it was pretty mixed. Um, but in the middle school, we still was like, you know, everybody mm-hmm. was all over the place. And then I was racially aware again in high school because that's when everybody really broke off. Yeah. In middle school, it was pretty um, mixed still. Everybody mm-hmm. was all over the place. You started seeing the separation, but it was still like, mm-hmm. but in high school, I look back at my yearbook, everybody hung out with was black. Yeah. If, it, if you wasn't my teammate, you was black. And I noticed that same friends you had in the fifth grade. He was with the other white kids, or the Mexican. He was with yeah. Everybody started. It's like prison. You just yeah. you just break off. It's like very just, much like prison. It is, and then like my high school was very uh, like a sitcom TV. Mm-hmm. Like the cheerleaders hung with the cheerleaders, and then the popular kids, and then the like everybody. The it's like know, clueless, yeah. huh? Yeah, it was like nerds over here, over like everything. The grunge like, kids. There was the social skaters. pressure as far as like. You know what I mean? If you with your people and somebody like some freshman or somebody in the nerd group came and talked to you, your group looking at you like, oh, you but this who you hanging out with? You'd be like, wow. no, I don't, even, I don't even know them. Like you, It was like that. It was like a TV show. Wow. It was ridiculous. And uh, I didn't realize that either until like later. I was like, mm. damn, that was a lot of like, it was a lot of social <laughs> pressure. Mm. Just like even somebody two years behind you. Because, you know, my, my boy Carrie and Keith. Oh, side note. They want me to clear that story up. They oh. didn't stop and get a Sprite. Remember the, the walk home? No, they got a. Uh, remember all sport? Yes, it came out. For people who don't remember all sport, there was there was always Gatorade and there yeah. was Powerade, all but sport. all sport was like this soda type power mm-hmm. drink, and they stopped and got one of those. <laughs> they told me Carrie and Keith, they, we were texting about it, and it was like few corrections. Uh, we stopped and got an all sport. I was like, okay. <laughs> Secondly, come to find out, uh, Lisa, the lady who drove us to school. Mm-hmm. 
she was like, hey, guys, I'm here to take you home. And Keith, my brother, was like, no, we're going to walk. And she was like, are you sure? And it was like, yeah. So she let them walk. Okay. She had no business okay. letting them walk. And yeah. they told her, like, we're going to walk. And this grown lady mm-hmm. let these eight-year-olds that's say, no, nah, we got it. Wow. So that's, so they so they was kind of mad. At least the parents was like, why are they walking? What yeah. are you doing? So she let them walk home. That's crazy. Eight years old? And it was four. Get your little asses exactly. in this car. So, yeah, they. it was my brother's idea. Mm-hmm. Carrie went along with it, and they split the all sport. Okay. Now the whoopings and all that, the journey that that's all happened. But they said those are the corrections <laughs> to, to the story. All sport and Lisa. All sport and Lisa. I didn't know, and it was like he was like, yeah, Keith came up with that, and he was like, yeah, I just thought it was a good idea. At the thought time. it was grown. He learned a lesson. That they was day. like, we thought we was about to die. We panicked, but they knew the way home. It's funny too, like you know, because I went from Chicago to New Mexico, so my demographic changed dramatically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I went from uh, all black. All black everything to now, you know, I got, you know, an array, mostly white teachers, uh, you know, some Hispanic in there. And then the student body was mainly white and Hispanic now. And like, you know, you got black kids there because of the, the military base and all that. So it was like, so now I'm I'm super diversified. Like, oh, and I was excited. I was like, yo, you know, because. I grew up with just all, it was all black. So I was like, oh, I can have other friends now. So I was like, you know, kind of hyped about that. And so, but then like when you get older, you start branching out and you mm-hmm. look at your core group. And mm-hmm. I was like, hey, it was, it was the prison thing, yeah. the blacks. Like we didn't really, we didn't really trip as much on like the, like you say, the, the, the social, social order. Like yeah. if a nerdy kid walked up, I was yeah. like, yo, what's up? You know what I'm saying? It, it was no like, that's who you talking? It was just like, Everybody hung with who they hung with, but then when you when you crossed into other groups, it was just like whatever, you yeah. know what I mean? And so, um, yeah, so I noticed, I noticed that because I had that huge shift, and mm-hmm. then I just got kind of got used to. I always gravitate towards the black folks. I just do naturally because yeah. that's what I was yeah. raised in. So it's like mm-hmm. a comfort thing. But also too, like when I'm the token black, I'm not uncomfortable. I just mm-hmm. be like, oh, I'm the only black guy in there. All right. Whatever you know, what I'm saying, and I I never change who I was. You know, some people change. Yeah. I don't like that either. Yeah, I, don't I was like, like that. Man. and I hate I hate when uh when white the token white guy does that. Just be regular just how be you are. Which you don't come with the yo. Yeah. The, don't do that shit. Be like, yourself. Just be yourself. We got you. But people yeah, talk regular. like whoever they're around. Mm-hmm. Like I'll pick up speech patterns from my friend Fabi, and yeah. English is her second language. So people. But like, what a, if it's saying? a natural because yeah, you're around fine. them, you start talking but the like, same. But you, when you when force you doing, it, when you code switching, when you yeah, go, yeah, don't, yeah, yeah you don't change do up your whole demeanor. Like, like if you normally shake hands, then shake hands. Yeah. Don't try to fumble up the dab. It's stupid. Don't do all yeah. that. People Just, still do that as grown yeah. adults. Comedians yeah. do that. I'm just like, what are you doing, man? Just be be yourself. I don't, I don't, I'm not Because we see it a mile away, the fronting and the putting on and the, come on, bro. Do you think it's healthy for people to not, nav- uh, what you call, to gravitate, sorry, to gravitate toward their own race? Or do you think it should be by interest? Or how do I, you I, 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 I would I love it to be it, by interest. Yeah, I wasn't doing it on purpose. It's yeah. just... You just yeah, like, oh, it was just what like a, a honest like yeah. comfort level. It's just mm-hmm. com- it's comfort, and like, I think a lot of that you know, and you know, we as black people we're super sensitive to that. So when we see the, the whites go with the whites, we might automatically assume, oh, they don't want to you know be over here with us because you know, but it might be the same thing, just a, a comfort level more so than anything else. But we might take offense to like, oh, it's racism. Because of you know American history, so it's, it's a tough dynamic, and a part of that too is with us. Like you know, we feel safer with our own. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just, you know, when you when you learn is. about the the civil rights movement, you be like, I'm gonna just hang with with y'all because I can't trust. You know, it it, it breeds that. And so. then you just got the you know the cultural, you know, comfort the things mm-hmm. you same experience mm-hmm. different. And then you got your parents. Your parents is they meet their parents or whatever. Mm-hmm. They start hanging. Oh, we saw. You know, hey, what's how y'all doing? You yeah. know, blah, blah blah. You know, you just like I remember my middle school. Our principal was was black, and I had never had no black principal before. So we was pumped, and she went to. I remember one of the one of the houses was our house, so she went to 
the homes of the black students and before the school opened she went that summer and went and i remember seeing her walk up she so it was my mom her and like a bunch of the black moms and parents and they had a little cookout well not cookout but like a little thing at our house and she mm-hmm. was going around the different the black the black kids parents and being like yo we, we out here mm-hmm. and i was it was a different she knew where we were at. We were, you know, like I said, when we moved, that city wasn't the same as our other city. So mm-hmm. when they hired that black principal, she was like, what up? Yeah. And I was like, all right. It's funny, too, because like, like now, you know, my sons were raised in Burbank, California, predominantly. So seeing their their group of friends, it's like, you know, like Serene's group. It's uh, you got black in there. Uh, mostly black and Latino is his, is his crew. You know what I mean? And then... Sincere, it's like his crew is like white, Hispanic, Asian, black, you know. Sincere might be the token in, in his crew, but it's like a ra- it's like a true like UN. <laughs> like his crew, I, I, like I look at his crew, crew, it's like white. Uh, I don't know what this uh, one friend of his is. Uh, Two two Asian girls in the in, in the group chat. It's like, I'm like look at y'all, man. Mm-hmm. So it, I can see a natural like. They just vibing on pure, you know, we into the same stuff. I was about to say, that could be another thing, too. Because I played sports, mm-hmm. well, who playing sports? Right. Black people. Yeah. Right. So that that was also. It's just a natural. That's who I was with. We athletes. We athletes. So I think if you had. You and Serene know, had that, too, because he, he yeah. had it with his teammates. And yeah. then, you know, it's just. Basketball and football, but the wrestling team is probably all white. All white, right? Yeah. yeah. The yeah. lacrosse team. I don't want to speak yeah. badly lacrosse. of lacrosse, yeah. but lacrosse, yeah, that's, it's probably all white. Yeah. It's Unless just by it, if you were in Baltimore, though, it's probably more black. Mm. Yeah. I never yeah. played lacrosse, so I don't mm. know what's up. My with boy lacrosse. played. That's why I was like lacrosse. Huh? He's like, yeah, he's from Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Man, Baltimore, Baltimore. So it's like, oh, okay. Because I never knew nothing about lacrosse. You know, lacrosse. What I mean? Right. You so, want my boy to play but, lacrosse? But it's just funny to see that dynamic and, like, you know, because I watch the boys and just, you know, who their friends are. They're like, man, that's what's up. You know what yeah. I mean? So uh, they definitely get the diversified, you know, flow going on. That's dope. Mm-hmm. That's really dope. Like, the next generation can yeah. maybe put that behind mm-hmm. and, and move forward. Maybe. Right. Maybe. Yeah. You know, as long as long, well, I don't, I the key don't is just having comfort yeah. and having those conversations. Mm-hmm. And I don't, and I don't mind the, the, you know, being with your own. I just don't like the hate shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I get the comfort. I get, if I'm a white person, I get wanting to be with other white people. I get that. I don't, it's just the fear of the other person or the hate for the right. other person. That's the problem. It's not you hanging out with your own people. That's, that's fine. I think it might be that black people are black people all across America, but white people, there's northern, there's midwestern, there's Mm. southern, and we look at it like, oh, they're going with other white people. It's like, no, 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 they're going with other northeast people. Mm. These people are going with other southern people. That's how they relate. At the skating rink, you're like, Uh oh, these white people are, no, 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 no. It's American and Russian. Oh. And you're like, oh, they're going with white people. It's like, no, there's a Russian-American right. divide there. Right. And you can't see it just looking in, coming mm-hmm. in for a Saturday skate. I never even thought about the regional differences on the white tip. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's huge. I was trying to tell someone this the other day. I was like, white people hate each other more than they even think about us. <laughs> <laughs> I never knew this. Oh well, I know I know the southern whites get bashed a lot. Yeah. I know that. They're like, like the they always call them rednecks yeah, immediately. The mm-hmm. But I, I didn't know it was like, you know, every read the Midwest, the northern, the I never even oh, thought about that. Oh my god. They really they still are holding on from stuff from 150 years ago. <laughs> like, we should have done this to them right. when we won, and we should have never let them come through. Wow. And then it's just sort of what black people go to your side. Yeah. That's that. Uh-huh. And then people are like, white people hate blacks. Like, no, 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 no. They want to see where you line up <laughs> on their divide. <laughs> That's Never thought about that. Oh, just just n- next time you're looking That's at like funny. the debates and stuff. Yeah, think about it like that, and they're like, "Oh yeah, they don't even think about us like that." Never thought about that. That's crazy. Learn something new every goddamn day, man. We got questions from the the good people. We do have a question. You're not gonna <laughs> like it. Mm-hmm. It's about education. Mm-hmm. 
It's been education. The this whole, this. The next episode, I don't want to hear nothing about education. Let I want to talk about crack I for 60 minutes. I want to drooling up here. Okay. Whores. Whores and crack. <laughs> you got it. The whores. Underestimated ass. How do you guys feel about charter schools versus public schools? Do you think there's a benefit to charter schools, even though, depending on the region, the school as a whole may have a chance of closing? I think it means the public school has a chance of closing. Mm -hmm. Do you think there's a benefit to public school? I don't even know what a charter school school is. It's the, like, a a person pretty much made the school. It's kind of like a private school, but it's publicly funded, kind of. Yeah, it's... uh, so like let's say you had an idea, you're like, I wanna start a school mm-hmm. and then you got the funding and you pick the teacher like that's a charter school. Like you mm-hmm. made the school, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's um we looked it up, like the differences, but like, cause my brother is thinking about sending his kids to a charter. Mm-hmm. And but then you got a lot of some charters, you know, they've been like stealing money and like so it's like mm-hmm. it's a What was the know. question? How do you feel about charter schools versus public because oh. they split the funding and they split yeah. the kids off? I went to public. Man, I like public school. I got no I beef had with public gr- school. I had a great time. Mm-hmm. I like got my no Cotty went to private, and she said uh, she w- wish she would went to public. Mm. She just said because all the stuff that comes in private and private is different from charter, um, obviously. But I have no beef with the public whatsoever. I like public school. Like it was. And my kids went to public school. It, it seemed good for them. I think a lot of the issues with public schools is that everybody gets to go to public school, mm-hmm. which is good. Yeah. Uh, whereas charters can be more selective, mm. so they can have higher academic standards, mm. and still the parents don't have to pay any money. So yeah. it's similar to private. That's a good time. Yeah. Right there. But they're funneling money out of the public school system because oh, they are publicly dirty funded. Bastards. Yeah. That sound pretty shady, and but. that's really like when when it came to deciding uh, what area I moved to, I picked Burbank because the schools were rated high, and so I was like, "All right, Burbank is the move." Because every every time we when we were going to move out of Orange, California, and I wanted to be closer to you know the acting scene, I would look at the school ratings in the area, and I'd be like, "Man, these this is too low." So Burbank had the good one, so I was like, "All right, here we go." And then boom, that's how I ended up, you know, choosing Burbank. It's got great schools, great public schools. Yeah, so it was like, so now when I look at their public schools, I'm like, man, these schools have been prime real estate (laughs) where I'm from. Yeah, mine will probably end up, I mean, knowing me, they'll end up in a private school. But it's it's not going to be, it's going to be for education. But also nowadays people go to private for sports. Didn't you just criticize the white people for sending their kids to the... I've said for sports. Like, you see Sierra Canyon just won the CIF. They These kids these kids now are going to these schools for their own scholarship, and mm-hmm. they're going for sports. So, I'm like, hey. What if they're not so good at sports? Or if they're trash, then, hey, take your ass to this public school. <laughs> 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 what you need to do, I need to do this for. But uh, but there's all there's you know there's there's a you know private schools that have black kids you know what I mean there's so mm-hmm. uh, we, we you know we've been looking at all that you know thinking about all that stuff. What about a charter? Would you send your kids to a charter if there was a good one nearby? Do they have sports at charters? Some must. I don't know. Let me look that up. I mean, if they're trash at sports, it, it helped my decision making so much more. <laughs> if they're just not into <laughs> if it. If they're just not into it and not good, all right, cool. Let's narrow it down. It says here they do. That's yeah. the first thing that came up on Google. Sports. Not any good? Any good ones? Must depend. I don't know if they can pick by sports, but I don't know. You get government funding if you're like, yo, this is a sports school, mm. sports entirely. Maybe sports medicine because that's a really lucrative field oh, later. Oh, hell yeah. Like a vocational school for sports. You can start that. No, I ain't doing it. No? <laughs> Starting the school sounds boring yeah, as hell. Yeah, it sounds boring and time-consuming. Really? Yes. Might Starting be. the school? Maybe if I'm on the LeBron name, I'm just like, here's yeah, the money. here's the money. I'll be the face. other stuff, yeah. But to be in there on the ground, 
curriculum setting up mm-hmm. and then, and then the no. deal with I don't even like people to deal with I, I definitely don't like parents parents but, are some of the most annoying people on the planet you're both parents this is a podcast for parents they are Parents are annoying. Parents are annoying because they they think their kids exactly. are, the, are the greatest of My all time. My kids shit don't stink, and it's like no. Most you're parents going are not, in hot every time. Yeah. I don't believe you what you're saying about my kid. The parents who are realistic or understand that their kid is a kid and a mm-hmm. human, and they fine. But these parents that my kid is always right, or oh, my man. kid doesn't suck at anything, or my no hell no. They're I was annoying as hell. I was I was in college for secondary education, so I was going to be teaching either middle school or high school. I was fully prepared to go to battle with parents <laughs> because I was just like that was my mindset. I was like, I'm ready to go to battle if their kids suck. I'm bringing it to these parents. Mm-hmm. I was fully prepared to be, you know, getting cussed out and you know and standing my ground and yeah. just like I was ready. I was like, man, you got to be tough. There's an article out. I saw that a lot of teachers are quitting because they can't deal with these kids, but more so can't deal with these parents. Yeah. These parents, they do nothing with these kids. They want the teachers to do everything, and then their kids is disrespectful. Yep. They wild, and then you come and defend your kid when your kid is out of line because you out of line. Yep. Like, and it's just like, they if never, you put that on these teachers, they the never teachers always got to be wrong, man, hell no. We're probably at the point that the bad kids came up to raise bad kids. So the parents, oh, yeah. the kids that That's weren't properly disciplined now repeat yeah. the I'll be seeing some of these videos. I'll be like, these parents is wild. Mm-hmm. Like, just, just, I'll be like, hell no. Nah. Parents be trash. And shout out to the parents that be listening to the teachers. They be like, oh, that's what we doing? Yeah. That's what you was doing Wednesday? Yeah. <laughs> I love to see that. Like, and when I the teacher be keeping it real, then yeah. the parent look at the kid like... <laughs> <laughs> you told me you ain't had no homework. And yeah. Just be like, <laughs> and I understand listening to your kid and and what and taking your kids back. Mm. But every teacher ain't out yeah, to get every, your and, kid. And every kid individually. Ain't and every kid, or even if you like, a lot of times, you know, my dad would do the whole like, okay, we'll talk to him. He wouldn't embarrass me in front of the teacher. Mm-hmm. Like I got your back in public. But at the crib, that teacher was right and I was mm-hmm. wrong. Shit, mm-hmm. it was a wrap for me. Especially if two or three teachers say the same. Oh thing. man! Oh, and my teachers all say the same. Pleasure to have, but a uh, little, little, little talkative. A little. Uh, he, mm-hmm. you know, he, he gets done with his work early. He starts mm-hmm. bothering everybody else. My dad got my dad got sick of them reports. Yeah. I would get like before grades, you got the E's and S's. Did y'all get that? Yep. Mm-hmm. And so I would have like E's on all the work, but on behavior, it'd be like S S plus. Just because I was bothering people or making jokes. Mm-hmm. Being goofy, being you know, doing being too social, and because I figure you know if I'm done with my work, y'all need to be done. Mm-hmm. That's why I skipped uh, upper grade because they was like he just he's bothering everybody. <laughs> so this work isn't hard enough for him. So we gotta we gotta move. Get on. him out of here. Yeah, basically. Because I wasn't. I um we just had that talk about Keelan. He they was like, did you want him to go straight to kindergarten? I was like, no, because mm-hmm. if he goes straight to kindergarten, he's gonna be like me and be a 16 year old senior. Mm-hmm. And barely graduate, barely seventeen. I was like, no, I want him to graduate at eighteen, you know. So, uh, but they they had to do that for me because they were just like he just he all over the place. Mm-hmm. And I was I wasn't bad, like, but I was I was goofy. I mean, I was social, and the teachers just like it's a distraction for the other kids mm-hmm. who you know are really trying. Like, I don't think I I misspelled a word on a to like seventh grade on a spelling test. Like, I was I was I was in. If I had cared about education, like I would have been all right. I just didn't care. My brother was in Gate, you know, the gifted and talented, whatever. He was in that program. I got straight A's in sixth grade. Like we were, we were smart. Mm-hmm. I tested in the ninetieth something percentile when you do those standardized tests and like all that stuff. And then I was like, oh, but girls have boobs, <laughs> and that was. It once the girls kick in, that oh, was man. it. The I paperwork like, just looked jumbled the up. Hell with school. The How can I concentrate when this girl is sitting in front of me? With, ah, I can't. I can't do. Would this. you send your kid to an all boys school to prevent that? Nah. Nah. Because I don't want them to be weird around women either. Mm. If you don't have no experiences with them, you. you yeah, you, you know, it could be weird as yeah, hell. Yeah, I don't, I don't want that. You can be kind of weird if you're a doctor, though. 
girls give you a pass. Like, oh, he's a doctor. No, I don't want no he's weird just a little weird. You still don't want a weird yeah, doctor, you don't want though. The weird. Get them off the streets. Boys who go to all boys schools, <laughs> they're not weird. And no, I'm not saying everybody, no, but it can, it can breed that. It can, but so can go to a normal school and being shy around girls. I take that back. I would take them to an all-boys school if it was a setup like De La Salle High School, which is famous for football with everything, mm-hmm. all-boy private school. But it's across the street from Crondelette, mm-hmm. which is an all-girl mm-hmm. private school. Yeah, it's so, close yeah. proximity. Like, yeah, like, they see each other. If they, yeah, Interaction if on yeah, the way that's in. Fine. That's fine. I'll but see just you to, after school. Then. Just yeah. like a the off the wall by yourself, you know. But nah, yeah. hell no. Nah. You can I focus. I think that's pretty normal to have like a sister school. Yeah, and if you had a sister school, you stuff. see lunch, dance. Yeah, exactly. Then that girls fine. were definitely a distraction for me. Yeah, oh, mine was huge. All boys would have benefited me. <laughs> I've been like, man, me too. What y'all talking about? Because then you know, girls be walking past, they going to the pencil <laughs> sharp, and I'm like, yeah, man, man. Alright, that's what's up. And then I'm just thinking about the whole scenario yeah. while I'm looking at the paperwork. And it just gets worse as you get older. Mm-hmm. When that first one kick in, and after that, it's just Man. It's a wrap. And it didn't take much. It didn't take she move her hair, you get oh. a whiff or something. Oh, that's it. I I'm got done turned on at the slightest thing back in I the day. I spent majority of middle school hiding boners. Man. That's all you do under the desk. That's all on my lap. I couldn't That's move. all you do. Anthony, can you get up and show us on the board? I'm like, nope. I'm in fresh boner. Nope. Can't do it. Got the fresh one. I can't get up. Because once I get up with the boner, I'm finished. That's it. That was They're all like, middle school. Oh, ho, ho, he got the, <laughs> I'm done. It didn't take much. If she looked the wrong way, or she asked you for something, can I borrow a pencil? And she she go in her backpack and you see the cleavage stuff, man. Boner for the next 30 minutes. All of Perv algebra. City, man. I was That's, Perv Griffin. <laughs> I was Perv Griffin, Perv Albert. I couldn't, t- I couldn't concentrate at all. So all boys school would have benefited me. Uh, my grades would have been better, mm-hmm. but mine would have for sure. But seventh grade is a question mark because video games ruined my grades. Unequivocally, Nintendo ruined my grades. I wasn't doing homework. I was on them games, mm-hmm. and so that had nothing to do with the girls right there. But man, anyway, man, it's over an hour. Getting the hell out of here, man. Uh, this has been another episode of Daddy Issues. Uh, if you got any questions for us, ask us in the YouTube comments section. We'll tackle them on the show, man. You can find me at Tony Baker Comedy on everything. I'm thinking about getting my name changed to Tony Baker on Instagram. It's, it's this dude named Tony Baker. He ain't posted since 2014. I'm about to see if I can get my <laughs> name changed. Oh, that's why you're Tony Baker Comedy? Yeah. Well, I, yeah, because I couldn't get Tony Baker because it was taken. I'm trying to just be Tony Baker. Yeah. So uh, I'm coming for that spot. Um, oh, and uh, this weekend, no, next weekend I'll be in Cincinnati at the Liberty Funny Bone all weekend, Thursday through Sunday, six shows. Uh, so pull up if you're in the Cincinnati area. Yeah. com. Keon Poli on everything. I'm on these stupid ships, so you don't have to come to that. Uh, but then after that, I'm back in these clubs. So I'll uh, go to my website and you'll see where, I, where I'm at. And uh, thank you, Maya, for guiding us through this thing. And uh, we out here.